Hello, welcome to GTFO, um, a rather delayed version because we were supposed to do this last week, weren't we, Simon Daly? We weren't just supposed to do it. We actually tried to do it several we times. We did, yeah. About an, hour, about an hour, wasn't it? We tried, we yeah. miserable. We had, we had Wi-Fi issues, then we had StreamYard issues, then we had Zoom issues, then we had people phoning us having crisis issues. And in the end, we had a paddy and gave it up as a bad job, didn't we? Yeah, we just started the weekend. We just yeah, we pulled did. ourselves a drink and said, that's it. <laughs> That's, that's it. Enough of this bollocks. Moving on, uh, but we we've come back and we're gonna we're still gonna do it because it's a really stronger, good kept more capable. Well, potentially, potentially, time will tell on that one. Um, so we are here today to talk about long form content. Now, if you are a a, a, a content marketer, if you're doing content marketing already. You should know all about long form content, uh, but we'll do a little bit of an explanation about what it is. And then we will give you five top tips to help you improve your long form content. But before we go any further, Simon Daly, what's your name and where do you come from? My name is Simon Daly and I come from, well, when you say what, where do you come from? Is there a specific reason that you're asking that question? Is there something that you're trying to get out of me? Like the place I come from, what I do? Well, really, I'm just channeling Scylla Black on um, on okay. Blind Day off of the 90s. Hello, what's your name and where do you come from? Um, so, yeah, you can answer it in any... Time? Yeah. Ah, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm channeling Scylla Black. Uh, so you can answer it in any way you like. You can say company, you can say place you live now, you can say place you were born. Well, okay. We're going to go right back to that. Yeah, I was born yeah, in Preston. I mean, I, I don't want your life story. There you oh, go. Right. That's it. There you go. Simon Daly, born in Preston. Perfect. Um, anything good happened to you this week, Simon Daly, born in Preston? Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a a really good week in, in many ways. Um, I have yeah, it's, it's been a good week. Good good week to kind of realise some things. Um, as as Rachel knows, but perhaps the people watching and listening don't know. I'm I'm trying my best to move. Uh, my role to, to make a kind of bigger role within the company and within the the various companies and, and to, to take on a more strategic role to not get as bogged down operationally in uh, the client work for Grow Traffic. And I think I was doing really well up until about halfway through the week. And um, it, it's interesting how that's kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit. So I'll be coming back to it with a renewed focus and vigor next week, no doubt. Well, it's a process, isn't it? It's not something it you process. can just switch off like that. So there we no, go. Well, yeah. When we've got so many new team members as well. Um, yeah. But that's that. You know, that's also part of the 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 good thing that I've I've recognised. You know, we have got lots of new team members. We have grown massively. Um, we're doing okay, and mm. lots of things are kind of falling into place now. So yep. this will just be another one. Yeah, absolutely. How's your week been, Rara? Um, well, yeah, up and down, up and down. Lots of things are going on sort of personally away from the business, which are a bit mm. um, trying, shall we say. Um, but on the plus side, um, we've been trying to get our new Seroptimist e-club um, chartered or, or trying to get it off the ground for some time. I didn't know you were um, a Seroptimist. 
Yes, I know. I don't mention it very often, do I? Um, but yeah, we've, we've finally got the news that our application to charter our new e-club has been approved. So we will very soon be an official Seroptimist Club. So I'm very excited about that. That's taken uh, a considerable, considerable amount of work for some time and, and it's coming off. So yeah, there we go. Excellent. Anyway, moving on, long form content. So um, long form content, according to a, a survey done by Search Engine Journal, generates nine times more leads than any other type of content. So if you are doing content marketing for SEO or for lead gen purposes, um, then long form content really needs to be uh, one of the tools in your arsenal. So first things first, Simon Daly, what is long form content? What do we mean by when we talk about long form content? Uh, we're generally talking about written content for a start. Uh, we're talking about content that is, uh, well, originally it was content that's more than a thousand words long. Uh, I think I think HubSpot defines it as being between a thousand words and uh, seven thousand five hundred words. Something like that is is considered to be long form content. Uh, it's a deep dive into a subject. We could all write blog posts that are six hundred words long, but getting up to blog posts that are uh, over a thousand words long you're starting to you know you start to find yourself repeating yourself about a topic if you are, don't have a, a good amount of understanding about that topic or you end up finding that people waffle um so it's it's a, a long piece of content that that provides a detailed insight into a into a topic and um you tend to find that long form content uh, ranks more highly than other pieces of content for a number of reasons but one of those being word length apparently yeah and i mean uh, when we talk about long form con long form content i mean really we are talking about word count aren't we i mean as you just said generally speaking when we write sort of seo articles blogs uh, you know they're about 800 to a thousand words that's the sort of average length of a blog post nowadays so anything uh, actually they, they classify it technically as anything between 2100 and 2400 which is very very specific i would say it's more between sort of 1000 and 3000 the the general rule of is once you're getting above the sort of four or five thousand word mark you're technically into you know you're, you're into a, an article or a, or a white paper or an ebook or something by the time you're at that territory aren't you so long form content essentially it's it's a longer blog but it's still a blog it's before you go up to that next level of anything yeah it, 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 it when when people started talking about long form content they the advice then was a thousand words long and bear in mind that this is probably something that people started talking about 10 12 years ago um and as i'm sure we'll come on to in a minute the the length that you have to create in order for it to be long-form content is increasing Mm, yeah, it is. Um, so just a few benefits. You, you touched on there some of the benefits of long term content. You said it, it generally long ranks form. better. Sorry, long form content. You long, said long, it, term, long term long content has a lot of benefits as well. That's that's what we talked about last time, isn't it? Evergreen, Evergreen content. content yeah. yeah. Anyway, we've done that one. Uh, but yeah, long form <laughs> content. You, you, you 
said, you know, it ranks better to why it ranks better uh, because it's giving a slightly more detailed answer. So, you know, you've got a, a tend to have a lot more information in there if it's done well. So it's answering the query. It's meeting that seeker intent potentially a lot better than a shorter piece of content might. Um, the other just pure things are, you know, because it's longer, there are more opportunities to have links in there, backlinks or internal links to the rest of your, your web content. There's more engagement, you know, literally it takes somebody longer to read it. So they are spending longer on your website, potentially more engaged, potentially then going to browse more or convert a little bit better. So, you know, the, the reasons as to why it ranks better when you think about them, they're, they're quite common sense, aren't they? Yeah. And, and and probably the other the other one that you didn't quite touch on there is that there's just more words. So there's more opportunity to rank for a, a bigger variety of, of different types of um, keywords and long, long tail keywords. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the more the more words you got in there, the more keywords you're going to get in there. So yeah, makes sense. Okay, so we're going to give you five top tips then to help you improve your long form content and make sure it is doing the job that you need it to do. Because the last thing you want to do is spend three hours writing your lovely three thousand word blog post, uh, and then it goes on your website and it does bugger all. So so here are some some tips that could help you make sure you're maximizing the potential of that piece of content. So tip number one is understand your why. So first of all, you know, why are you writing long form content and do you actually need it? Um, so go on, Dali. Why, why, why might some businesses or some websites need it? Why might some not? Why might it be beneficial? How, how do people uh, judge that? Um, I think there's a number of different ways of answering that question. So in terms of why, uh, why might a, a, um, a potential customer um, be looking for long form content? That's that's one way of looking at it. So they, a potential customer is going to be looking for a, a, an in-depth answer to, to a particular topic. Um, and it's only, um, you know, something that's got that, that, that kind of size and, and heft to it that's going to be able to answer that question sufficiently in order to satisfy them, let them understand that you're an expert in that topic and give them the answer that they need. Uh, from a, a search perspective, so from an SEO perspective, there are a number of other things like what your competitors are doing, what, which generally, you know, what, what length of content are people in your industry creating because you probably need to do more than what your competitors are doing in most situations. So there's a number of a number of different ways you can look at it. Might there be some uh, businesses, industries, websites that that don't need long form content? Might there be somewhere that the sort Absolutely. of the is not worth worth it the benefit? Yeah. So and and I um I used to work as a, in in the marketing team at a uh, a business that worked in the construction industry. They actually sold products to the construction industry. Um, and we found that that we could create content that was more like 300 words long in that sector because it's quite a conservative industry um, and there was, a f there was fewer people putting content out. So we could create content that was between three and 600 words and still get that same kind of cut through as though in other industries, 
you know, they'll be creating a thousand, um, a thousand, a thousand word content. And also I, I did a little bit of research on this a few years ago in terms of average content length in different industries and the marketing industry, for example, the average um, top ranking blog posts in the marketing industry, I think this is about two or three years, three or four years ago now when I did the research. Well, but it probably was updated in that piece of research, doesn't it? Uh, absolutely, but it took me it took me ages to do, so I'm not going to do it every now and, yeah, I'm yeah. Do it every now and then. Um, but I think it was like four or five thousand words long. Is mm. was the was the length of content that that ranked really highly at that time. Now search has changed quite a lot since then. However, um, it's it's still interesting to note that, uh, that you know that, that different industries, different sectors require different length of content, partially because that's what you need to answer the question, but also because it depends on what your competitors are doing. Yeah, so it, it's when we're, when you're thinking about you know you're coming to write your you're, you're coming to to ask yourself, do I need to write long form content for my website? It's back to what you were saying before. You know, first of all, look at your competition. Who are you competing against for those keywords that you want to rank for, and what type of content are they writing? What length? You know, what detail are they going into? But also think about your audience. You know, and and, and it, it, you know, the, the, there might be an argument that perhaps people in the construction industry, you're talking to builders, they haven't got time to sit there and read really in depth. You know, they're just not going to read really in depth articles on their phones when they want. You know, they want a quick answer they want the answer now there it is easy peasy off we go whereas potentially you know marketing people financial insurance that kind of those industries legal potentially you know they might be much more inclined to sit and read a longer article to get a more in-depth answer to something so so it, it's a range of factors isn't it but before you decide am i going to dive in and write long form content understand why you're doing it what you what you need to achieve out of it um and then you'll understand what you need to do, how you need to write it, basically. Okay, so tip number one, understand your why. Tip number two, plan your content. Now, the, this is this is literally, you know, plan what you are going to write in your blog post because just because it's long form doesn't mean you can waffle. And the temptation is you look at, uh, say, you know, you're going to sit down and write 3,000 words uh, and you might have one or two points. And the temptation then is to waffle, to just fill that word count. And that's absolutely not what it's about at all. You need to have a really, it still needs to be a really concise piece of content. You need to make sure that every sentence in there is, is valuable and is adding value uh, there because, you know, Google knows whether or not you've got a piece of waffle or a piece of valuable content, doesn't it? So, you know, how, how would how would you go about making sure that you're writing a, a, a useful, helpful piece rather than just a piece of waffle? Um, well, I think it, it does come down to, to the planning process. So um, I always think that anyone can sit down and write a thousand words of content. Or most people can sit down and get a thousand words out. Mm -hmm. uh, when you start to get over that, it, it takes a bit more thought. It takes a bit more planning. Uh, you know, you need to have your beginning, middle, and end. You need to know the the essential points that you're going to get into that piece of content. You will be looking. You know, most blog content, most most queries have have existing blogs out there existing articles answers to questions so you're going to be looking at these and making sure that you've got all the relevant points within them that'll give you a guide to you know how to structure some of that that data uh, that that content as well 
Mm. And you can also use things like, you know, answer the public. People also ask on Google. So, you know, you, you've picked your topic for what you're going to write about. Have a think about what your keywords are going to be for that topic and then do a little bit of keyword research. So just put those keywords into answer the public or Google and figure out what are the questions that people are asking around this. And that will help you then. You can you could almost, you know, um, build each section around a different question as you move through your content, can't you? So you can make sure you are asking and answering a multitude of, of questions within that one piece. So yeah, absolutely, you know, sit down and plan it. Don't just sit down and, and waffle on for, for, for 3,000 words. So, okay, point number one, understand your why. Point number two, plan your content. Really understand what you're going to write about so you're not going off and talking about your dog. Number three, have a unique point of view. Now, this is this is important, isn't it? Because, um, you know, the, the one of the main goals of long form content is that you are providing uh, the answer for something, but also that you are setting yourself up as an expert in this field and demonstrating your knowledge and your authority and all the rest of it. So it's really important that that is an original piece of content that, that has an original point of view or at least has a, a you know, a, a, a fresh perspective or, or your perspective or your take on situation what what are some ways that people can go about um you know making sure they're, they're doing this well actually the the article that i mentioned earlier about about long-form content is probably a really good example of this so it's it's, it's easy to write you know there's probably lots of um there's probably lots of articles out there about long-form content and what you should or shouldn't do However, what I then went on, so I, I have that as my basic kind of, of structure of my, my, my article, but I then went and carried out bespoke and unique research into this myself mm -hmm. for, you know, for, for Grow Traffic, which gave that, which informed the whole article in terms of, you know, the, the themes that I was going to pick out and that, that I was going to concentrate on. And that was something that ended up to be about, somewhere between five and 6,000 words, I think, in the end. Um, but that's a good example. So it's a unique perspective that I, I developed by doing some original research. Mm. There are other ways of doing that as well, aren't there, of course. So, you know, if you, you obviously you can go and do your own unique bit of research. You could take an article or an idea that somebody else in the industry has had and just add your perspective onto it. Another thing you could do is perhaps do a survey. I mean, this, this is quite, you know, quite a, a traditional thing from a PR point of view, isn't it? But you could do a, a survey amongst, say, um, you know, your customers or people that, that buy within your sector or whatever and and gather some opinions and use that as an original sort of thought thought leadership piece can't you so yeah it's, it's about having that offering something new rather than just rehashing what's already out there basically yeah because okay. otherwise otherwise if you if you don't do that it's really easy to for somebody else to recreate that content that you've created and make mm. it a bit more long form, you know, and, and, and it's, a, it's a never ending kind of um, game of cat and mouse. Then. Well, it, we're back to that point of adding value, aren't we? The whole, that this is what the whole purpose of it is because again you know 3,000 words of waffle is is absolutely meaningless and and search engines will know whether or not that piece of content is adding value is answering the questions your customer asking is meeting that seeker intent so absolutely you want to be making sure that that piece of content is valuable and again not just a waste of time so it's having that unique point of view allows you to do that 
Okay, so number one, understand your why. Number two, plan your content. Plan it really carefully so that you're not waffling. Number three, have a unique point of view or offer a unique take or do some unique research. Number four, think about where it fits in with the rest of your content marketing calendar and the rest of your web content, the rest of your buyer journey. Why is this important? Um, it's important because, it, I mean, it's important for any piece of content that you create. Yeah. You, you, you need to understand. And it kind of ties into the why create this content in the first place kind of point that we, we mentioned earlier. Um, before set before embarking on any piece of content you need to work out where it's going to fit within the buyer journey that will affect the the way that you explain the topic the call to actions that you've got in there um it may be that uh, you create a long form piece of content because you aren't just targeting the the serps or you know google or search engines but you also you know that a, a, a long form piece of content is the right thing to have at a certain touch point along the buyer journey. So you might, you know, you might be remarketing to them with a long form piece of content because that's the way to really hook them into, to, you know, pushing them over the line to become a sale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, uh, you know, absolutely, as we said before, this is the case for every piece of content, but it's got to fit in with your overall strategy. It's got to fit in with the rest of your content, because as we said before, one of the big bonuses of, of long form content is that you've got more opportunities to do that internal linking to make sure you are moving people between other places on your website and, and linking all your keywords and your content, your pages, etc. together. So, you know, the, the, the more it fits in with the rest of what you're doing, the more opportunity you've got to do that, the more you can leverage the benefit of that. Other, otherwise, you just have a piece of content. It's a lovely piece of content, but it just sits out on its own isn't related to the rest of your website and then essentially does nothing you know it doesn't doesn't have any particular benefit um okay so uh five top tips number one understand your why number two plan your content number three have a unique point of view number four think about where it fits in with the rest of your your content and your buyer journey and number five share your content share it all over the place this is always the step that people forget or they just share it on their facebook or their linkedin whatever and, and forget to do anything else with it why particularly with long form content is it is it important to do those next steps what are those next steps first of all and why uh, i mean content distribution amplification whatever you want to call it is 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 so important for content marketing um and um it's important for seo as well people think to themselves that just because they've created a piece of content google will find it and and you know consider it but if you can give additional signals to google that this content is valuable because it's been shared it might be being shared by uh, other people in the industry maybe even your competitors are sharing this piece of content because it's got some unique perspective to it that they um that they want to explore as well then you're giving all those signals to to google that um that this is a valuable piece of content and valuable to to rank for its keywords um we actually we actually did a a, a piece of content targeting content marketing agencies ages ago and one of the things that we did was we we ranked um the the content marketing agencies in the uk with a bit of a made-up kind of metric um 
by all accounts, but then we shared it between everybody that was on that, and lots of people reshared it, retweeted it, and before you know it, this piece of content that was a bit tongue-in-cheek ended up ranking at position one for content marketing agencies. So that's and an it example. Brought of, of, it brought a lot of traffic into the website. It, it, traffic, yeah. it gave us sort of industry recognition. People who never heard of us had suddenly heard of us and, you know, we're grateful and stuff. How, how can you use long form content for, for PR benefit? I think you, you touched upon it earlier, um, which is, is use creating kind of research unique research off the back of things like surveys uh where you can analyze what's going on or, or the perspectives of your customers your potential customers maybe your competitors as well what's happening in your industry you might be able to create uh small bits of uh content that are maybe one stage further removed from a from a press release but not quite as as in-depth as a white paper um, and that that can that can be picked up by other people in the industry. It might be used to even inform policy decisions in, in an industry debate, for example. Uh, there's lots of different ways that you can use what long form content um, from a PR perspective. Yeah. So, I mean, really, practically speaking, you know, once you've published it on your website, as you say, you know, you could see if you can pull a press release out of it, send it on to some press agencies or or industry bodies. Uh, but also, you know, maybe just draw attention if you've got people who uh, suppliers or, or indus other industry professionals that you work with or whatever, you know, draw their attention to it, share it with them on social media, LinkedIn, email it over to them, you know, just just make sure you're drawing attention back to that piece of content no, and not just in the immediate period after it's published. You know, if it's a really good meaty piece of content, keep, keep that attention up, you know, have a bit of a strategy over a few weeks of how you're going to keep sharing it and what have you. We're all guilty of that, actually. It's, it's a really valid point and something that everyone's guilty of, mm. um, that we create a piece of content. And because we understand that we need to create a high velocity of output, we um, we move on and we forget to share all the, that piece of content that we created previously is becomes less important it's less top of mind to us mm. whereas you know if we had proper audits or proper um you know we we really did understand the content that we were creating and uh we could go back to i don't know a database or whatever it would be or we could automate in some way then there's ways that you can you can keep sharing that content that will be relevant for a long period of time yeah, and if you know if it ever comes up in the news, if there's ever a news article about a relevant thing, again, you can pull it out and say we wrote about this like three months ago or whatever. Um, so yeah, you I should share that. my long form content article. Well, it's probably out of date now. You need to do. You need to update it for 2022. Probably um, do, but I'm going to share think, it anyway. Okay, I think another thing that that we always forget to do is repurposing content. So the beauty of having a, a really nice, big piece, meaty piece of content is that you've got lots that you can pull out of it. So you've got lots of uh, you know sentences, stats, facts, figures, whatever that you can pull out, maybe to use as tweets. You can also pull some of that out to create some unique graphics. Uh, you could even create an infographic out of the whole thing that accompanies it. Um, and then you've got some, uh, you've got that piece of content in different ways so you know can you make it uh, can you make it visual can you create the the images out of it can you perhaps do a podcast about it can you make a little video out of it you know get all the the audio the video the the graphic bases covered so that you've got got it in text form but you've also got it in lots of different ways and again 
that gives you that content then that you can keep sharing across your social media, your email newsletter, you can send it out to people, uh, lots of different ways of, of repurposing the same piece of content. You can use it for backlink building as well. We mustn't forget backlink building, can we? How do you use it for backlink building? Um, I mean, there's a number of different ways that you can use it for backlink building. You can go out to your, um, you can you can send it out via email to people who are creating content around a similar thing and, and ask and suggest to them that they might want to link back to this fantastic piece of content that you've got because it will add value to their audience. You can not only go to uh, people that are, are generally creating content. You can target specific people and suggest that they create content. Um, or you can ask people that have already created certain pieces of content to include a link to your piece within that content. Um, and just generally, there's lots of um, uh, there's lots of content distribution sites that you can add things to. You can uh, that will generate links back to your website from sharing blog posts. And also you might think about places like forums where you might be able to share a piece of content and say, you know, look at this because this answers the question that you're you're thinking about. So there's a, there's a whole number of different ways that you might want to uh, share content. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so there we go. Five top tips on improving your long-form content. Tip number one, understand the why. Why Why are you doing it? Do you need to? How often do you need to do it? Once you understand why you're doing it, you'll understand what you need to, to be writing about. Number two, plan your content. Make sure you've structured it. So you, you, you're really not, you're not just putting out 3,000 words of waffle. You really are putting out a piece of content that is, is, you know, meaty from start to finish. Number three, have a unique point of view. So do some original research or take somebody else's research and put your spin on it, but make sure you are adding value with that piece of content and you're not just regurgitating other pieces of content that are out there. Number four, think about where it fits in with your with the rest of your content, with your buyer journey, with the rest of your web content. Make sure you are linking internally and, and it's connected to everything else that you're doing. You know, you don't need to do a lot of these because they, they are good piece yeah. of content that will pull your weight. But think about where they fit in with the rest of your content calendar and make sure you're spreading them out. And number five, make sure you share that content. So don't just put it on your website and leave it. Don't even just put it on your social media and leave it. Make sure you are sending it out on your email newsletter. You're sharing it across all your platforms multiple times. You're pulling out facts and figures from it so that you can keep using it, keep referring back to it. Send it out to people. Use it for PR. You know, it, this should be a piece of content that really pulls its weight in, in relation to all the rest of your content. So make sure you're, you're using it and letting it reach its full potential. Simon Daly, final thoughts on, on long form content. Um, I think that it's really important to understand um, what long form content looks like in your industry and understand how you're going to implement it within your content marketing strategy, within your kind of inbound marketing approach. Don't get so fixated that every piece of content that you're going to produce has to be long form, um, or certainly not those long form pieces where they're like three or 4,000 words long, um, because that will take you a long amount of time to, to actually do and you'll probably not be able to produce them at sufficient quality, um, you will end up just waffling 
and that could detrimentally kind of harm you as well. Yeah. And, and my top tip would be, you know, try and see where there's a little bit of a gap. So have a look at your competitors and what 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 they've put out. If you know, if there's a potentially a, a product or a service that you offer that maybe there isn't a lot of information out there or nobody's thought about it from this point of view, try and do that and co come up with it. Try and spot a gap and then that, that helps you come up with that unique point of view and sort of plug that hole um, and then you're not just fighting against pe things that everybody else has put out you're you're offering that unique perspective and, and positioning yourself as that voice of authority um, but also final thing pick something that you're interested in because writing 3,000 words and doing the original research and all the rest of it, it it's quite laborious you know this is not just a sit down and write a blog post in an hour mm -hmm. this is going to take several you know days potentially to research it write it promote it so make sure it's a subject that you're really interested in uh, and you're not going to be throwing it out the window after the second day okay brilliant thank you very much simon dally we did it it only took us a week but we managed it we got we there, managed in the end. there yeah. we go excellent we did very well yes we did so if you have watched this live yeah, you did too you. Oh yeah, I was. I did amazing. Uh, if yeah, you okay, watch this live, shut up. If you watch this live, thank you very much. Um, if you are watching it on playback, then you may still comment because we will still see it and we will still answer your questions. If you are listening to this on podcast, then please like and subscribe and rate and tell your friends and all the rest of it. And if you are watching it on YouTube, uh, subscribe below and you can also comment and we'll see it and answer your questions. That's it. Thank you very much, everybody. We shall be back next week for another edition don't know what we're talking about find out when we get there wave simon dally keep waving long time wave keep waving